All right, we are live. It must be it must be Wednesday because here we are, Bourbon Brothers, episode number fourteen already, with my handsome, clean-shaven, youthful, exuberant co-host Robert Chinesky, the supplement engineer. I am Justin Hall, supplement Snoop. Welcome to the Bourbon Brothers podcast. Yeah, my man. Good to be back in the saddle as always. It's a uh... Yeah, clean, clean shave. It's not clean shaven because I haven't shaved since Monday afternoon. But that's that's the testament that's to my uh, mm. my baby nature. Yeah, it's like this is. It takes like I don't have to run an electric razor over this for like three or four days. It, it's always been very much uh, light, so I'm, I'm glad about that because my old taekwondo instructor growing up as a kid, man, he was a in addition to teaching us taekwondo and running school, he was a a uh, the GM for a hotel in downtown French Quarter in New Orleans. And like he goes shaved because he always wanted to be clean shaven for the office. By the time he would show up to the the training oh, yeah. studio in the afternoons, man, yeah. it was freaking like Lon Chaney Junior. Wolfman going on there. So nice. uh, yeah, man, it's, I've is, never had that issue, but I'm I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. This is clean shaven for me because <laughs> just this morning it was pretty bad, man. It was I, yeah. it even got to the point where I was like, okay, like dude, you <laughs> get time, it, to, get time to time to to shore up there. That's that you have, uh, so like Sandy, Sandy has never liked mustaches or beards or anything like that. Does does Kristen like like the uh, goatee beard facial hair kind of thing? Yeah, not that that yeah. would affect what you choose to do or not, but just kind of like, you know. Well, yeah, it does. No, she if if I were to uh, if I were to shave this off, I think she would kill me. Oh, so she's a fan. Yeah, a big fan. Okay. She's okay, she's biased go. though, man. She is it's she everything I do is like perfect in her world, which is. She'll come That's around. That's a good thing. That's She'll a good problem. Come. <laughs> She'll come around. She'll come around. It's early. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Kristen like <laughs> How are you doing, Kristen? What's going on? That's usually when I have to shave it is when I when I lose my top lip, you mm -hmm. know? So then she has to like dig in there to get to my, my lip. So. <laughs> it stays forever. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Anybody anybody else tuning in on the live stream? You got any comments, questions, queries, quips, or smart ass remarks for us about Bourbon supplements, fitness, or uh, you know, facial hair stylings. Feel free to post up in the comments section. And we'll get <laughs> anything and everything while we're on live today. Yeah, um, actually, Devin commented. He he said that uh, I had to rub it in with. Um, I, I got this this new flavor of core. There. Yeah, they came out with a new. Uh, it says Alpine. Is that what that said? So. Have you tried any of their stuff that has this flavor? Um, Not that flavor. I just had the, the like the original like sample pack or whatever when they sent the boxes out. So it's called Alpine Pew Pew, and um, it's supposed to be like a Mountain Dew take, right? Okay. Well, it, they've had it like in their aminos, and they've had it in their pre-workout, and it's good, right? But um, it's hard to do a Mountain Dew take when you don't have carbonation. Chris and I were talking about this yesterday because we tried it out. This has actually got the carbonation in it, so you you get more of the an actual Mountain Dew flavor, just because it's you know it's more like a like a soda mm -hmm. rather than flavoring your supplements with it. You don't have the carbonation, so yeah, um, it's very good, very good, man. It's a uh, I like it. They send another, well, they send another uh, sample pack and mm -hmm. it had, so I was like, oh shit. I was like, are they getting, coming out with a bunch of new flavors or is it just this one? It was five of them. But yeah. It was this flavor. So it's very awesome. good. Cool. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. I wonder if, uh, so do I need, I wonder if like, so I've got pre-workout sitting in this container right here. 
Um, I wonder if I add some a little bit of like sodium bicarbonate, you know, baking soda to it. Mm -hmm. If that if that'll give me if that'll give me like the, if I can titrate the amount of baking soda to get the carbonation to resemble an energy drink, because I think that would be good. That's what I always tell you about that. Um, and since she's yeah. here, she can vouch for this. The the G crack uh, from Fat Lab, the G crack nootropic powder yeah. that we we've talked about on here a few times. Mm -hmm. It's got like uh, a little bit of sodium bicarbonate in it. It's awesome. Because yeah. when uh, when you know we're switching it over to it's going to be a new um, product, slightly different formula. Mm -hmm. So we knew G crack was going away. That she bought like six tubs of it because awesome. she loves it so much. There you go. So we have lots of it here. Yeah. So before we hopped on, and even when you and I were uh, talking last night, texting back and forth, uh, you've been alluding to this. Mm -hmm. mystical whiskey bourbon that you've got going on so please please yeah. let's, let's quit the uh, preamble and the uh pretense is, let's just let's just show it man this is great because so i don't think i don't think brett my my friend it's his birthday i don't think he'll watch this so but brett if you are watching this don't watch this part of it just leave rob and Kristen both know his birthday gift Kristen found this so this is all Kristen. but so you look at the just, uh, let's see. Ooh. Staring her. Like, I don't know what this is, right? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, wait till you see this. <laughs> like, be excited. So, open it up. That's fucking badass. Dude, the, this is like legit. Oh, pistol handle and everything? That's it's awesome. Like, it's like heavy, too. Like, it's, get it out of there. But it, um, it's like a stopper. Dude. So like once you open it up, this is the. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, he just has. We have to get this for him. So she she bought it for him. So, um, and then the bottle itself is pretty cool. My goodness, yeah, that's a nice little decanter they got there for the bottle. Right. I like that. Yeah. So the but the uh, the pistol was the big selling point. Uh, yeah, without question, I would just buy even if the bourbon tastes god awful. After yeah, that, just pour like matter. some other stuff in there, but you got to keep that bottle. Yep, it's ninety-two proof. That's good. So That's I've never, I've never heard of it. Never seen it, but aged in new charred white oak casks, extremely small batch offering, unmatched character, and incredibly smooth. So yeah. I don't know. He might get it. He might not get it. Uh, yeah, pop. <laughs> he might get it. <laughs> Yeah. There we go. Costco came through with the bourbon. Don't sleep mm -hmm. on Costco. Yeah, I've yeah. never been to Costco's liquor store. Um, so I've heard good things. Not that it really like is a huge deal, but so remember I showed you the Yamato one with the samurai guy, right? Yeah. So we got that at a local place here. It cost me like 180 bucks. And it was at Costco for like 110. So Costco would have been the move there. Probably so. Yeah, I would agree with that. I uh, I need to go. Like, so we there is a Costco bias. We have a Sam's membership. Um, I've never gotten a Costco, and just because growing up we didn't have Costco's with us, so I always grew up with a Sam's. Same so I just kind of default yeah, same, to that. Same here. Um, but I need to go check it out because I know they have a liquor store, and you don't even have to actually have a Costco membership to go access like the liquor store component of it. So hmm. I might be missing out on some uh, some goodies. Because we got some of the uh, what is it? The Kirkland. It's like mm -hmm. a seventeen ninety two. Take and I know Rob has had it a lot. He bought quite a few of them. I haven't tried it yet. 
Yeah, no, I know they did a little batch. Oh, here we go. Rob's got coming in with some more. But Costco has a great brands for whiskey. Yeah, they uh, like you mentioned there, the Kirkland Signature Series that they just released mm-hmm. is done in conjunction with, or they source it from Barton Distillery, seventeen ninety two. I've heard the really good things about the bottle and bottle, like even their their initial offering. I don't remember what the the proof was on that. Maybe like ninety two or ninety four or something like that. But then yeah, I think Rob's tried quite a few of them. Yeah, I think he said the small batch he liked better than the bottle and bond. That's what name I was looking for. This the the Kirkland small batch one. Yeah, yeah, we got one of those. Yeah. So yeah, it's been uh, productive with your the the, <laughs> the Weller delivery was amazing. There we go. All four bottles remained intact. I'm assuming. No, no, there wasn't a broken one. I'm hoping. No, no, it was all good, man. And right. like I said, I think the the best part was the. The wrapping paper. I didn't even like I didn't even really like realize it. Like I kind of saw it, but I was so like enamored with the bourbon getting out. And then she yeah. pulled it out in the kitchen and like laid it out. And she's like, he used his kids' artwork to like <laughs> stuff this thing. I was like, that is a, that's a power dad move. <laughs> no, like so we so background for like the, the listeners and you you've heard what most of what this is, but <laughs> you know, kids like to draw all over the things. We have tile floors in the the uh, den and the, the main hallways of the house and everything. The room I'm in right now has carpet because it's one of the guest bedrooms. Um, but so we either let her use like those dry erase markers like on the floor mm-hmm. or like the bath curtains that she used. We let her write on the floor, but then every now and then that, that's a pain in the ass to clean up. It comes up, but you got to you know work to do it. So we just thought let's buy. We bought like this big like thousand foot square foot roll of butcher paper from Sam's. Yeah. We just lay out the we cover the entire floor, and so she can just color on it for days or stamp and all of that stuff. Right. So at, when it came to, uh, so we have some of that in there. We've got some of that in like the, the front room, the reading room, which we used to be a formal dining room. We've just converted into like our little reading room, library kind of thing because we've got so many books. Um, and so there's a bunch of like all when she finishes a piece of paper, instead of us just throwing it away, we just kind of stuck it in that room. <laughs> um, so we had this big pile on it. It was time for me to pack up the uh, the wellers for you. And I thought, shit, what am I going to pack? I don't want to break this. I don't really feel like going to the store to buy bubble wrap. I mean, I would, but is there anything around here I could use? And so I thought, well, I've gotten stuff with this before when it's just like a bunch of like uh, papers all around together. So let me try this and see what happens. And worst uh-huh. comes to worst, then, you know, I'm out a hundred bucks because uh, each bottle was 25 bucks and it's, it's all right, you know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm glad it, I'm glad it survived. And so if the, uh, the artwork put the cherry on top, then, you know, props to the halfling for doing some uh, design work. Yeah, that was pretty amazing because uh, our friend, that it's his birthday, uh, he has kids. And mm-hmm. when I told him that story, he's like, my God, my wife would, like, she would have a meltdown if I would have used the kids' artwork to, <laughs> to pack up some bourbons he's like she she would have nightmares like over that whole thing so oh, no, I, I, don't, I think so, sophia even remembers like the fact that those papers were on the ground like there's she'll every week they send this home folder from daycare of like all the little doodles and stuff and sandy looks at it and goes all right it's in the trash like 30 seconds later she's no soul to any of that and i'm pretty yeah. much the same like if it's something if it's something remarkable sure but if it's just like a bunch of doodles and squiggles it's I, I'm not going to keep that. I'm not. Listen, man, I'm on your side 100%. <laughs> Trust me. Like, I don't get it either. It's just it's kind of funny to see the two different dad approaches. Uh, oh, yeah. It's just, I mean, it, to each their own. So if, if, you, if, you, if you're a parent out there listening to this and you've saved every scrap of artwork your kid's done and you, you it brings you joy and stuff, awesome. I'm not telling, I'm not judging you. I'm not telling you you're a horrible person or I'm better than you, but not even any stretch. It's just for us at our household, we, we look at it, we say, hey, good job. And then, you know, it's, well, let's draw on the next piece of paper kind of thing. Right. 
So. Kind of, kind of judging. Ah, oh, kind of judge for it. <laughs> no, it worked out perfectly. So we had some uh, Weller the other day, and then yeah. I haven't really like had any this week, just because I know how much we're gonna have this weekend. It's gonna be, it's gonna be lower. Yeah, for sure. There you go. So I've had uh, some goodies. I was uh, so there were some generous folks out there to send me some stuff. So the first one is Lucas, my Polish brother from another mother, sent me a, a goodie box from some European goodies. And so we this is a. Oh. Polish vodka. So Zubroka is a Polish vodka, and he sent us a couple of different ones. This is a – I don't understand Polish, but it's – I know it's cherry-flavored. I think he said I don't it's think sour they cherry. Understand. They don't understand Polish. Yeah, it's it's sour cherry. So we've tried the apple one of this. Like, there's a little piece of buffalo grass in each of these, and it's got, like, kind of an apple-ish, apple juice-type tinge to, like – it's not a flavored – we have a regular flavored vodka, and we've tried a couple of other flavored vodkas that he sent us. Mm-hmm. But just their regular plain vodka, it's got an apple note to it, which is kind of mm. cool. And then this is a dark cherry one. So Sandy and I are going to break this open on a taste test tomorrow um, when we do a, like our usual Thursdays. And then this Sorry. beauty came in. JoJo hooked go. me up with this. Yeah, so that, yeah. that arrived in the mail uh, last night. I got it this morning from the uh, the mailbox. So Good. That's, that's awesome that he did that because, like I said, I know he, he – it was very important to him because he hit me up. Like I've, I haven't really talked to him like that much, but he just called me. He's like, "Hey," <laughs> I was like, "That was very important to him, man. That was a cool move." I have uh, maybe like two and a half bottles of that left. I want to take it easy a little bit on that. But uh, we went out on Saturday. I had some Blantons at the bar and some Buffalo Trace. So, mm-hmm. is that the the typical watering hole that you talked about? Like I had the the Blantons blowout last time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that place has crazy. It's almost to the point where it's like because their selection is, it's so big and it's like kind of like hard to see like everything that they have mm-hmm. because it's just like really dark in there and like they're kind of dicks. Like when you ask them like, "What do you have?" They're like <laughs> remarkably like assholes about it. So I don't even really know the extent of their collection, but I know that they have Blantons all the time and they have. Uh, they have some pretty rare stuff there, so yeah, we like going there. I'd be curious to, to see that. Yeah, that's one thing. Like so, uh, the the Dreamline place that I've mentioned a couple of times on here, they've got a fairly decent bourbon collection there, but uh-huh. they don't have a list of all the bourbons. Like it, it, same thing, like you, you go up and ask them something, and they give uh-huh. you like you've just like kicked their dog across the street or something uh-huh. into like an online. Yeah, I was like, I want to spend my money on something here, so why don't you just yeah. tell me what you have? Be a little bit nicer or something. So, like, there's a main bar, and then, like, you go up onto the, the terrace, and there's another bar up there. And I've just completely bypassed the main bar because the, everybody there is an asshole. Like, they either just <laughs> don't talk to you, or the right. girls back there just look at you with that face of, you're interrupting every facet of my life right now in the worst way possible. Yeah, I don't get it. And so I go up to the tent there, and I'm just talking to them. and said, you know, if, if, I said, I always say, hey. The pours up here are much more generous, which I'm always appreciative of. But I also said, you guys are so much more chill and laid back and nice than mm-hmm. the people down there. And both times I've said that to the people up there, they said, that's not the first time we've heard that. Yeah, yeah that's too bad. Yeah. It's like, hey, I would like to spend more money here. Why don't you let me do that? But Yeah, or just post up every single bottle of liquor that you have. It's not that hard to like make a sign or just have a little menu out on the table. Then I don't have to bug you. You don't have to look at me until I'm ready to give you the drink order and give you money. Yeah, and especially um, when it's like some of the rarer stuff, because mm-hmm. you're not going to go through it that quickly, so you don't have to like constantly monitor inventory. You know what right. I mean? So it's like, why don't you just? Yeah, no, I totally get it. That was what was nice. 
Um, it was super overpriced, but one of the first times that <clears throat> I got to try a lot of like good bourbon was mm-hmm. like when I would come down here and stay at the hotel here, they had the whole list of everything nonstop. So like even stuff that wasn't like out presented because, you know, they have other stuff kind of laying around too. It was like, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know why this is so difficult. So I still, like I said, you go in there and it's like super dark too. You can't even like see everything that's back there. So I'm like, okay, this is, so I don't even know the full extent of what they have going on there, but. So that's if you can hop behind the bar one day and just you, you'll solve all their problems for you. Just you get to go and do the inspection. You don't even have to ask mm-hmm. them what I have anymore. Because I can't recognize like certain bottles just from like the way the bottle looks. I need to see the name of it. You know what I mean? Like some people are like, oh, that's that. And you can tell from the label from a mile away. And I'm like, I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah, that's how I kind of feel with some stuff. It's, it's interesting. Nick? Nate? First name? Nate. Yeah. Yeah. Single barrel of Kirkland from Barton is excellent. Confirmed over the weekend. 120 proof. Ooh, that sounds good. That's what, yeah, that's what we have. That's, uh, yeah. 120 proof. That's, that's good. It's going to be good stuff, man. That's Nate. Uh, I don't know if Nate saw, Nate, did you see the, the unveiling of what I showed earlier? I don't think, I didn't send Nate a video of it. Ben, very late to the party. Hey, only 17 minutes. Like, we'll forgive the, uh, Mild tardiness this week, but not next week. Uh, Justin right. with a trimmed beard. Wow, people are observant. Mm-hmm. Well, it was pretty bad uh, earlier today, so it's all out of control. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe I'll, right, I'll, I'll show you. Let's, let's pull this out again. All right, because this is worth it. So, Kristen bought this yesterday for. Well, he knows Brett also. It's Brett's birthday, so uh, then you open it up. Yeah, that's awesome. The stopper, the pistol stopper is, or like a dueling pistol, basically. Here's the, the stopper. It's like legit. Got some weight to it. Fucking beautiful. Said, I don't know if I'm actually going to give it to him or not because he doesn't know. This sweet Jehovah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know he's getting it, so eh, I might, uh, I might just keep it. <laughs> there you go. That's that's fair. Mm-hmm. Or at least just if if you or Kristen has time today to run back to Costco and pull up another one, then you just you can keep that one without any issues. You know, though, but we already have it, so he, he won't know any better. I I I mean, here's the other thing: like, I don't owe him a birthday gift to like. <laughs> Yeah, him getting shit from me is actually like a little bit too much. So <laughs> that it is. The bottle is, is beautiful, and the uh, the topper is is fantastic. I mean, that just makes it. Even if the bourbon inside is is gross, just mix it with something, and then after that, you have the bottle. And you can fill it with whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, creamy. What's up, guys? Bit of a left field question here. No, Do I think you- that's a that's a very. I think most people don't most people don't use car products just for this reason. Yeah. We use gummy bears and uh, sour patch kids. Yeah, man. <laughs> you guys think with how cheap Rice Krispies are, emphasis on carbs, it may deter people from buying carb products from supplement companies. Definitely, it definitely does. Although I do still use, um, I really like Demo Day a lot, but it is pricey. I mean, it's carb. That's the thing. I think that's the big yeah. thing is because carb products are 
very expensive in a lot of, like a lot of ways like it's not that it's a slightly higher price because you're paying for the convenience it's like significantly you know yeah more expensive so yeah i, I mean both. it it, it kind of depends on like what's the application like if you were just the calorie needs have to factor in the equation we, we've you and i have hashed these over you know multiple times yeah but it's like what's your overall daily calorie needs for the first off how intense is your training? If, if you're not having an issue, you don't need a carb supplement. Like it's, if you do, yeah. it, maybe it's because you're having trouble hitting your total calories in there or your training is just that much that you need. Like you're an endurance athlete and you've got to constantly be guzzling back carbohydrates nonstop because you're training three, yeah. four, five hours a day, you know, five, six days a week. Um, in that case, yeah, sure. It's easier going to be easier to get in your carbs in a liquid form like that. But I mean, Rice Krispies, any other kind of like sugary breakfast cereal is fine. If you have a huge appetite and you if you don't have any uh, GI distress, hell, even white rice, cream of rice, cream of cream of rice. There we go. Right. Cream of wheat. I was trying to think of white wheat and rice at the same time. And my brain had a conniption fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah all of those things. It's, none of these fancy gourmet designer carbs over the long term. It's not going to matter a hill of beans mm-hmm. difference, I don't think, especially for the average guys like us. Maybe top tier elite level bodybuilders and athletes, maybe, but NFL athletes aren't using carb 10 and cluster dextrin and all that shit. I mean, like it's it's Gatorade and Powerade and mm-hmm. whatever else they're eating and gels. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said, I use Demo Day, but I don't really like, I don't like run around and tell people that they should buy it or they need it. It's like, you really, you know, so it does help me, like with yeah. my the way I choose to kind of eat and the way I kind of choose to train. It does help, but does it help to the point to justify the price all the time? I mean, yes, I I buy demo day, but they also send me demo day for free all the time. So it's not really a fair thing for me to like. Why well, get demo day for free? Well, that makes a big fucking difference, doesn't it? <laughs> you yeah, know what exactly. I mean, I mean, if I'm going to recommend a product that I get for free, and you're going to have to pay two dollars and fifty cents a serving, that's uh, that's a big difference. So, yeah. Uh, Philip, what's going on, Phil? How are you? Bourbon question. This is a rarity. I'm not well versed in the different ones. Oh man, you're, you were gonna go. Uh, yeah, this is have, like <laughs> this is like this is like asking like for a similar pre workout. Yeah, man, to, I found one in Louisville that I liked called Blade and Bow. Got any recommendations for ones similar to that I might like? Yeah, Blade and Bow is, is good. I like that one. But there's, I think that that's kind of it. I know Nate he um, mentioned a couple already. Blade and Bow to me was like very much. It's good. But it's very like I don't common, you know. It's like somewhat like a, a common type. So there's like there's so many that I've tried that you probably couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like you could try twenty or, or even like just a handful of, and I couldn't tell you which one was blade and bow. You know what I mean? But I know right. when I try when I try blade and bow, I like it. Um, one thing I guess we should mention is that it's owned by Diageo, and they are distilled by Stitzel. Uh, not Weller. Is it still to Weller or is it Willet? Let me do some uh tracking real quick. Blade and Bow. Um, Double Oak is very good. Yeah, let me pull that up. Double Oak from Woodford is fantastic. Like, if you like super like sweet bourbons, you don't want to feel any kind of like bite from like the rye or like burn from it or anything. Double Oak from Woodford, man. It's it's probably going to be pricier than Blade and Bow by maybe 10 or 15 bucks, Phil. But, whoo, 
friggin' and it's available like everywhere. That's what yeah. I like about it too. Is yeah. uh, Woodford, you have no trouble finding it. Mm-hmm. Um, it says Blade and Bow is produced at the original site of the iconic Stitzel Weller Distillery in Louisville, Kentucky. The original oh. store closed its doors in '92. Diageo reopened the facility in 2014. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, let me pull up the the proof point and all of that stuff. Let's see what we got. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I I've had it a couple times and like I said, it was good, but it wasn't like something that was like off the beaten path necessarily where you're like, Oh, that's different. Or that's. Yeah. I mean, anything, uh, you know, Nate has a good point. Russell's reserve is great. The Russell's reserve 10 year, uh, it's 30 bucks here. Yeah, by us. It's always on the fan. shelf. 90 fan, proof. Yeah. That's going to be really easy to drink. Uh, mm-hmm. If you can find a uh, fill regular well or special reserve, that's ninety proof. Shut up. Just, <laughs> I mean, I can find it. Fuck off. Yeah, you and Nate are the only two people on the planet that can find it. Yeah, Phil, it's a green bottle. I'll send you a picture of it after we get off the uh, the podcast here. But Weller Special Reserve is twenty five bucks here on the shelf by us. Yeah. Um, super. I mean, that stuff is is liquid candy, man. Especially even if you put it over a block of ice, you'll be good with that. Those are good. Woodford is is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, Regular Buffalo Trace, that's probably a little bit harder to find, but I mean that's another. It's it's Weller. That's the same distillery, the same people making the, both of those products are slightly different mash bills and flavorings on them. Plus, uh, Weller is a weeded bourbon, so if you like sweeter kind of things, uh, Tamos, you might want to check out weeded bourbons in particular. So Weller, Larceny, that's you can find Larceny everywhere. Uh, it's very affordable, really good quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebel 100, not the Rebel 80 proof. Well, I'll go for the 100 proof if you can get that. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other weeded bourbons? I'm forgetting. Maker's Cask Strength, but you gotta you gotta like higher proofs for that. Or you could check Maker's 46. So really, shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> uh, Yeah, for him, he the one person on the planet that he can find it. Yeah. <sighs> Freaking Columbus, man. So speaking of Columbus, so mm-hmm. Nate's a big, you know, OSU fan. What I did, what did I didn't watch a lot of college football last weekend. What did the uh, LSU Fighting Tigers get in, into last weekend? We had to go down to Stark Vegas, Mississippi State, right? in Mississippi to play Mississippi State. Yeah, wow. it was um again in the second half. Our defense, man, it just mm-hmm. like it, not good. We lost two O linemen during the game. Um, we connected on a couple like our quarterback found a rhythm. We still don't have a running game to save our lives, which is going to put us in trouble against Auburn this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we, we got a, to a, a bigger lead, and then we held on until the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the game shouldn't have been as close as the score was. They had a couple of things go on, and we, we I got tried you. to keep everything in front of us towards the back half of the game. Yeah, college football's weird like that. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, hey, we won. We Don't were in Stark Vegas with all the obnoxious Kyle Bells, 28-25. Yeah, so... Uh, Max Johnson's looking a little bit better in the pocket. Uh, him and he's he's got a number one receiver, kind of like uh, Burrow had Jamar Chase. This guy's starting to connect a little bit with Butte, the uh, receiver there. That's the new number one on the team. Mm. Yeah, yeah so it'll be uh, interesting to see. I didn't see the Miami game. Um, 
they played Central Connecticut Culinary Institute uh, State. <laughs> so that King, dear Kings, that he's I think he's out for the year. Um, so he came back, you know, for his super senior season, but he's done, I think, for the season. He hurt his, I guess he hurt his shoulder really bad against Alabama. And uh, he was trying to play through it. You could tell, like, the Michigan State game, you could really tell something was wrong with him. Uh, he just he missed a lot of people that were, like, wide open. So it, it kind of led to that game turning into a weird kind of shit show. But so they played their two freshman quarterbacks. Um, I think that's going to be – I think that's what they're going to do for the rest of the year because they have two pretty good freshmen, but uh, <laughs> they play. They start ACC play this week. They play Virginia tomorrow night, um, and then the ACC, like Nate said, I mean even Clemson. The ACC, the ACC, I think only has one team ranked, and Clemson's number twenty-five. ACC is a fucking train wreck. <laughs> they're bad. Yeah, they're it's uh, bad. Interesting. But ironically enough. Weirdly enough, Miami has the ninth hardest schedule for the rest of the year, and it's all ACC play. But the, all the ACC, the ACC like has there's a lot of like because I think what it is is so the teams that started off North Carolina, Miami, uh, Clemson, all basically have shit the bed. But then like uh, Wake Forest is really good this year, and then like Virginia Tech had like some interesting wins. So it's like there, there's like this. Um, there's no like really, really like doormat teams in the conference, maybe besides Duke. So like, but um, Wake Forest actually looks like the best team in the ACC um, right now. Yeah, they look pretty good. I mean, I, I don't know if they can beat Clemson, like even though Clemson doesn't look that good, but um, Wake Forest looks good. Interesting. I haven't paid attention to too much outside of the SEC this thus far, just because it's, yeah, no, I get you. Swing of things, it'll be. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see as the season progresses. I mean, because the first like two to three weeks, everybody's still getting a hold on what their roster is, dealing with early season injuries and figuring things out. Plus, most of the teams don't have like most of the big games aren't usually that big. So, I mean, we had uh, you know uh, McNeese and some other little sister of the poor, and now we're starting to ramp mm-hmm. up into the series of the season. So now is when you can really start buckling down. Although I wish yeah. the game wasn't at eight o'clock kickoff because college football games take four plus hours and I'll really yeah, want to stay up till is. midnight watching us play Auburn. Yeah, I know. It's kind of like with um, the Miami game tomorrow night. It's, them in Virginia, it'll probably tell more about, well, especially if Miami, what they're, if they're going to have two freshman quarterbacks play in the game rather than King. I'm pretty sure King's out for the year, but they are not like saying it for yeah. some reason. But I think people like within the program and stuff said that he's out for the year. So we'll see. Whatever, I just want Manny Diaz fired. Actually, I, I didn't see it, but so Kirk Herbstreet uh, went off criticizing the whole Miami administration on College Game Day the other day. Really? Mm-hmm. He talked about how the the president and the AD are not uh, committed to the football program, stuff where I've been saying to anybody that listened to me for like the last few years. Damn. And uh, he called them out. On T on game day, it was awesome. So fans were happy about that because I've said this several times to you, even just on our podcast here. But firing him won't do anything because they'll just go get another half-assed coach. You know what I mean? And yeah, 
that's not going to solve the problem until you get a new like a commitment to the program where you're actually going to try to find like a legitimate coach. Two freshman QBs battling. Sounds you know cool. what? Okay, so here's the thing. So Nate is a, been a big crybaby this year about Ohio State, and it's like you know, man, Ohio State has been pretty fucking good for like a long time. So it's hard for me to take him seriously with his. I'm a Miami fan, for crying out loud, and Nate comes to me with his grievances about uh, Ohio State, and I just, I, I just, I try to stay on his side, but I just can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, my question for Nate is: You had Urban Meyer for a few years. You had you had Coach Sweater Vest before that, uh, and you had what Luke Fickle in between those two. What did you think of Urban Meyer? He's a good coach, but then he flakes out on you, kind of like the same thing he did to Florida. He's going to do the same thing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Give him oh, three 100%. years, and then he's going to have a nervous breakdown and yeah. quit and say, I, "I repent for my sins. I hate life. I'm going to go yeah. be a good father and all this." He's and then scumbag. we're going to see him, you know, coaching the LA Rams in four years, probably. Well, I mean, it, and it it was ironic too that he never that nothing ever really like happened to him because if you and Miami fans are well versed in this because of how much we hate Florida, but dude, he had like seventy some like player like player incidences and like arrests in his time at Florida. And it's like, yeah. and then you you know like because it became a big big thing with Miami because you know everyone's like oh it's like oh Miami it's like thug you and we're like hey. Anybody like looking what's going on in Florida? Because like apparently nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Recruiting murderers and fucking like I don't know. It's, it was so bad when he was there. At, uh, I'm not yeah. surprised. He's a GM, honestly. He barely actually coaches, from my understanding. Yeah, there's a lot of coaches. Like the people said, Les Miles was the same way. It's like the executive on that's got coach of the team. He put in the right coordinators and all that. You could say the same thing for Coach O. Yeah, I always say that uh, Manny Diaz is like a backup dancer. Like, that's what he always reminded me of. He's like a hype man. Like, he should be like an assistant. He shouldn't even be a defensive coordinator. I don't even think he's that good of a defensive coordinator. But he's like, I just call him our backup dancer. It's like he shouldn't be in the lead of anything. Like, he's uh, maybe put him on the recruiting trail, maybe make like some hype videos or something for your program, but not as a head coach. Man, that guy yeah. sucks. Good stuff. Good stuff. What do you, Nate? What do you think is is Ohio State going to win the Big Ten this year? Do you think, or is Michigan going to actually give them a run for their money? Penn State looked pretty good too. Yeah. Not Michigan. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't think so either. No, Penn State looks pretty good. Iowa. Iowa is the other one. Iowa is like in the top five, I think now. <laughs> you don't. You I, you don't get to complain at all. The amount of national championships you've had in your lifetime, I don't even want to hear it, Phil. I don't, I don't even want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Don't don't even hear. No, no. I'll be hiding under my blanket watching the Bama game this week against Old Miss. I mean, Lane Kiffin. Yeah, Lane Kiffin's at Old Miss, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think he had COVID, so he's he missed. He's another. Season. He's another scumbag. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. Hey, y'all will be fine against Old Miss. Old Miss gives you like a problem every once in a blue moon, but uh, y- y'all will be fine. I'm pretty yeah, sure. They'll be fine. If you got past Florida, you'll get past Old Miss. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what, uh, if there's any, like, because I haven't even looked at Saturday's schedule because I know Miami's playing on Thursday. But I haven't. Nate's right, throw a billion dollars at Cristobal. That's, yeah. Okay. Bama and Ole Miss is the 2.30 game on CBS um, on Saturday. We play 8 o'clock on, I don't know, ESPN or something like that. Hmm. 
Arkansas, Georgia. Yeah. Arkansas, Georgia. Yeah, Arkansas, like out of nowhere, is really good. Arkansas is that's yeah, that came out of nowhere. Uh they beat A and M. So I, I was happy about that just because, you know, there's Sandy's surrounded by a bunch of uh it seemed like they kind A&M of beat them up too. Like it wasn't really like I know that I I feel like the game like got close, but it wasn't really like a close game. Yeah. Arkansas, Georgia. That's and Georgia's all. Georgia has been really good um, for a while. Universal Miss Arkansas versus Georgia, the big games. Yeah, yeah, they are two versus eight, and then uh, you know one versus what was that twelve? I said. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I know. I like that. to be a six and three final score. As I was reading it, I started to nod off a little bit, like as uh, I was reading that sentence. What does Michigan it say? How does that Wisconsin. reflect on Harbaugh? He was a quarterback, and he can't find an offense. I mean, is that a reflection on him, his offensive coordinator, his recruiting? Or a quarterback. Yeah. yeah I think cool. that they um, they got, like, a really high-profile, like, five-star quarterback last year, I think. Mm-hmm. But other than that, he's been pretty terrible, like, recruiting there. Yeah. Which is pretty shocking. I mean, he did all of the antics, like, sitting in a tree and all like all the <laughs> I hated all of that. So like he was one of the yeah. first people to really do that. So obviously college coaches would always go and sit in the living rooms. But then like when all the social media nonsense and all of that started and I think this is kind of some of this was the genesis for all like the new NIL rules that have taken over college sports this year and all of that stuff. Yeah. It just I I don't think it helps anything. I just it feeds into the ego of these little people and it just turns them into bigger divas and then you end up with people like Odell Beckham and the way they act like assholes in the NFL even more so. Yeah, it's I can't imagine a team being more disappointed with the direction they've gone than Michigan and Harbaugh because I don't think I mean, I, could you really anticipate that he would keep going? Like, I mean, they're like unranked. I mean, I think they're doing pretty good this year, but it's like you know that that's yeah. not that's not going to last. They're just not a good team. They're not a good football team, and it's kind of kind of weird. Like he was never. Um, I mean, when he took it was San Diego State that he kind of mm-hmm. turned around. So that's you know, but then at Stanford he had Andrew Luck, which obviously helps, yeah. and then. You know what he did in the NFL, like kind of turned around the 49ers. The 49ers always they had had a good roster that they were sort of building when he came in there, but it's still you wouldn't anticipate that you would think he would do a little better than he's been doing. Right. They throw 15 passes a game. They fall behind the clock. Sounds like LSU in the early 2000s when it was just running and that was it. Mm-hmm. What's up, Gerhard? How are you? What does that face I, mean? That's Gerhard. Yes, Gerhard. Clippy plays. G money from it's fitness performance, and now we, we can also say Gerhard of uh, New Live Science. Mm-hmm. Mr. Astrogen. Mr. Astrogen. So we're gonna start calling him Mr. Astrogen. I like that. Yeah. What is what is that face? That's what I don't. I mean, I'm assuming it's a gaming thing. I don't know, or an emoji of some type. Yeah, you know, gamers have their own uh, language. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> so no, Mister Astrogen. It's a. Uh, it's a smiley. It's okay. a ma- it's a PC master race uh, <laughs> smiley emoji. Like we're just better than you guys. 
Monkeys? Monkas? Monka S? Sad poggers. You had a stroke? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> What's going on over there? You got two guys north of thirty-five. We're 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 showing our age here. We don't understand what's going on. No, I don't. I don't understand anything you talked about. This is true. <laughs> when you have college letters, yes, you do, because he was running over people. That's true. That is true. Now, yeah, I mean, well, he won. Did he won a Super Bowl last year? Didn't he with the? Uh, wasn't he on the Bucks? Was he on the Bucks? I don't remember. I have I my NFL. Uh, Paying attention to what goes on there has really gone down big time. I've always, you know, I've always watched 49ers, watching them growing up, stuff like that. And I, I like kind of knew that they were playing the other night against Green Bay, but we we watched Game of Thrones instead because <laughs> I was like, I don't give a fuck. Yep, with the Bucks and had a big game too. Okay, well there we go. After hobbling around for in Jacksonville for a couple of years, he goes to Tampa Bay. Teams up with Tom Brady and wins the Super Bowl. Amazing how that works. Right? Yeah. Gaming language. I don't get them either. Oh, well, that's good to know. So, yeah, we'll have to um, – I'll probably send you some messages this weekend because we'll be trying all kinds of stuff, including probably – we'll probably correct – we'll see if we crack this open or not. But um, lots of tasting coming up this weekend. I did see that they lost on like a last second field goal. Um, I just know the 49ers have no, like they, they have no cornerbacks and no running backs. And I feel like that that's probably an issue when you face Aaron Rodgers. Like I know Josh Norman was starting. He's like their number one cornerback. And I'm like, Josh Norman. So, you know, they got some problems. In I mean, he was good 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was right. If it was 2008, that would be awesome. Right. Yeah. But I know now it's probably not a good thing. So, you you just mentioned you're watching Game of Thrones. Is this your first time watching the show? Mm-mm. Nope. Um, she never finished it, so okay. we went back and watched it. And yeah. um, we're down. There's only two episodes left, so we're gonna watch the final two episodes. Okay. After yeah. y'all finish, I want we can we can discuss because Sandy and I watched it. I watched, we watched the, the first four years of it, and then stopped paying attention to it and then last year when it came by um we went and re back rewatched the whole thing it's like there's it's kind of like dexter it's like the first four or five years of it man it's freaking phenomenal and then at the end it's like this middling kind of just ugh. like how do we finish this well i think in like <laughs> this i don't this we're gonna trigger nate here though i don't want to get nate upset Uh-oh. but the whole thing where like you can tell I don't know, man. It's such a complex like show, and like I was yeah. telling somebody about it yesterday. I'm like, you know, it, it's not that it would be. I don't know that it would be someone's favorite show or anything, but it really is. There is like no other show that's like it. Yeah, it's just on. It's just so epic in story and scale, and uh, I think that's probably why. And and Nate knows this too because there's several like book series that he's reading and have read and that we've read that are not finished because it's like, you can, you can tell the story, but then how do you finish it? Yeah. Seems to be the issue. Yeah. And, um, so he's right on the money here. He's blaming the, the author. Cause if the author had finished yeah. the series, cause I think he's still on what writing the sixth book or something. Yeah, like he'll he's never, published. he's never done. He's too old now. No, 
He has no because and and this is my this is my point about the whole thing. This this is like there's like a blame game kind of going on where and then like he's sort of trying to distance himself from it. If you watch season like six of that show, which is after the books stopped, it's still his story, hundred percent. You can yeah. tell because there's all these threads that get tied together that you know he's telling them what he's right. thinking, and then he they said in an interview he told them how it ended. So he's trying to like play it off like, oh, this is not his story. He's full of shit. I think. I think yeah. he. He saw the story and then he saw how people reacted to it and he's like, Well shit, now I gotta come up with something different. Yeah. And then he's got nothing. So yeah. he's like, I, I guess wanna... I think, like we wouldn't be spoiling anything if we discussed the ending, but it's well well, it's, we'll so wait a little bit. Well if well if Kristen's still watching it, she hasn't seen the ending of it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We can wait a couple of weeks or you and I can just have this discussion offline or something. Like you and I can just have a, a happy hour and we can go in all of this or something after you finish it and just yeah. Yeah. All right. Never mind. I'm I will gonna... say no, no, no. I was gonna say I will say I wasn't doing this on purpose. Like huh. I was gonna say I will say the second time around is even much better than the first time. Yeah. Because you know I don't. Did you watch it when it was on like every week, like mm -hmm. every Sunday night? No, I watched week? it like so. I don't know. It started in what like 2013 or something, or 2014 maybe. Ago. Yeah, 2012, 20, yeah, somewhere around there. In there, 2012 probably. Yeah, Sandy and I didn't start watching it because her sister, her mom, and her sister were really into it, and her dad had read all the books up until that point. Yeah. Um, and uh, I even started to read the first book because I think my brother recommended me to read the first book. Yeah, books are even crazier. Um, and so, uh, yeah, this had to be because I read. I started trying to read the first book when I was offshore on one of the oil rigs out in the Gulf. I remember mm, that. Okay. I was sitting there reading. I'm trying to figure out, like. Who, why does this guy have four different first names? It's like his name is Eddard, Ned, Neddard Stark. I'm thinking, is this all the same guy? I got so freaking confused. Yeah. But we didn't start actually watching the series until like 2016 when we were up in Michigan and we watched the first couple of series and then we just kind of yeah. fell off of it. And then we and then we came back last year and rewatched the whole thing. Yeah, because um, it was hard. Like even if you read the books, it was still difficult to follow along with the show yeah. because it would be on once a week, right? For ten episodes, and then it would be off for a year. Yeah. So you, you could not remember from week to week what the fuck was going on. So we've been binge watching it. So it's so much easier to keep track of like what's going on or who's where, who's doing what. And so the second time around, I've watched it, it is like a thousand times better because you just notice more that you missed the first time. So yeah. I'm kind of I'm curious to see like how the way it ends because I think so I think one of the big things too why there was like this huge like backlash and uproar over the ending was because people were obsessed every day over what they thought like everybody's all everybody talked about is like how's it going to end so people are playing out all these scenarios and stuff and then it's almost like when you watch like the new Star Wars movies like you saw people get worked up into such and there there's like all these like you know they're speculating, but then you're like looking for clues and you're trying to find all this stuff and you're like, people are obsessed and then yeah. it doesn't, you know, it plays out a different way. So people then just lose their fucking mind. So yep. knowing how it ends rather than trying to figure it out, I, I've noticed it, it plays out differently because yeah. you're like, Oh, there's some things that just actually do make more sense. Mm -hmm. um, there's clues like, I, without we can talk about it like i said uh, again like like what you mentioned but there's things that happen 
now knowing what the way it ends that you're like oh like they were actually trying to tell you the whole time but i think we weren't really paying attention because i think we were all so obsessed with because i think people forget like when the show was on i mean i've never seen anything like that like people being that obsessed with oh, yeah tv show i mean people were fucking obsessed naming their kids after you know people in there and you know, i mean it was a phenomenon so i don't think i think it was just kind of in a way it's set up for failure like it's not gonna yeah you know people don't want it to end also like people i think True. didn't want to see it stop so yeah i don't know anyway that's my logic behind the whole thing if Nate read or watched the Game of Thrones series, did he do have, Nate? Have you, if you're still watching, have you watched or read? Not read, not watched because it's not there. Uh, read the Wheel of Time series. Sandy and I are currently working our way through that uh, series of books mm. from book four right now. Mm. That's is it? Is is the series finished? The Wheel of Time. Yeah. So the author that started that- it, Robert Jordan, he died um, before the last two books were written, but he had the notes kind of outline of what he did and his widow uh-huh. handpicked the guy that to finish the series. And there was a guy named Brandon Sanderson who has been pretty much gotcha. the main, he, like, he's the modern day George R. R. Martin or Robert Jordan, like the top guy in fantasy uh, gotcha. fiction. So, and world building and all of that stuff. So he's got a, a separate podcast and he's written a bunch of other novels and things like that. So all, all everything I've gathered, like he does a, a good job of tying up the series in the same uh, ilk that Wheel of Time started off with, with the way Jordan did it. Um, I can say Nate, if Nate recommends a book, I can I can vouch for the fact that he's uh, he's legit. Nate's Nate's good. Yeah, I've read them, some of them a while ago, and but remember, and I've heard nothing but great stuff. Yeah, that's why I I almost don't want to watch the Amazon series that's coming out just because mm. I, it's I, I don't think it's going to be really hard to do what Lord of the Rings did. Like in terms of what they did with the movies, those three movies compared and like bringing Tolkien's work to life because they did a fairly decent job. They were a few minor tweaks, but the uh-huh. current political climate of Hollywood and how they're taking so many liberties with swapping things and doing stuff for That's a general setting and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not even. I'm. I've got the characters' pictures of what they are in my head, and I like the story. It doesn't need to be fucked with, so I'm just gonna. Yeah, there was some stuff like um, there's some odd kind of funny. It's not something like I, I bothered to make a big deal about, but so like, um, The Witcher is a really popular show, mm-hmm. right? And if you read the books and then you watch the show, I'm all for okay. You know, you bring in like certain actors and actresses to play roles, and they're minorities and stuff, but. It, when they quite literally contradict uh, the the family aspect, like there's there's people that are related to each other in the show that can't be related to each other because that's not how it's written and stuff. It's like okay, man, like what the fuck are we really doing here? Right. Like, I get it. Like, trying to try, like yeah. right. They're trying to check boxes. So, and I think like Nate and I talked about this before too. There's that Red Rising series that we both really like, and they want to bring that to the small screen, I think in mm-hmm. some way. And I'm like, man, I like, I think that's cool in a way, but I just don't know how they could like reading the books. I just don't know how they could do it. They would need billions of dollars to like replicate what goes on in those books. Yeah. My brother read the red riding series, red rising series. He said that was really good. I know he's, uh, he, read it, but he really enjoyed it. But so then we're waiting for the final book of the second trilogy for that. Mm-hmm. And then, so you know, Nate, we're waiting for the final book 
I'm finishing the first in the King Killer Chronicles. Um, Name of the Wind. I'm like at the very, very end of it. But there's three books in that series. Are waiting for the third book, and then uh, so Nate Nate's having trouble with closure. He's waiting for a lot of books. So. Does this bleed over into other areas of your life, Nate? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> closure issues. <laughs> All in good fun. So is King Killer a fantasy series? Is it sci-fi? Is it? Um... Yeah, it's fantasy. It's uh, Name of the Wind is so far has been phenomenal. Interesting. Okay, I'm have to add. That'll be something else I can add to the uh, the stack of us for to reading. I mean, we've got more than enough with the Wheel of Time series, but after that, we're gonna have something else. Yeah. So I'm not sure. So the last time I saw, I thought that they were gonna um, try to do uh, like a Netflix kind of like series on it, mm-hmm. but I haven't looked on anything in a while. Could it could be, but they haven't announced anything. I don't think. Okay. I think that's kind of the deal. Is I think it would almost have to be a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's just the scale of it is just so massive. I just, you know, I mean, if Amazon backs it, you know, like Lord of the Rings for a billion dollars, that's one thing. But True. it just, it kind of leaves me with that. I would be super excited because I love the story so much. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I would hate to see them not do it just, justice at the same time. Right. That's my biggest fear with anything coming out. Mm-hmm. Coming out these days. Yeah, yeah, especially because so Red Rising is very like I don't I don't read it thinking about this, but it's very steeped in the culture of so there's people are in color coding systems according right. to their, you know, social status basically. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't read it like that, thinking about these like ulterior political motives, but that's like what everybody reads shit and like watches movies and they find these I'll see like a movie I like get criticized and they'll people will be like, oh, you know, the political like messages and this. And I'm like, really? Like, that's what you took from it? I didn't even it doesn't even like cross my mind when I see stuff like that. I'm like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, like science fiction back in the day had a message like you go back and watch the original Star Trek series and like the original series. And they, they had messages that they were trying to think. But like these were themes that weren't just of the time they were like stuff that has been ingrained in humans for like centuries and eons kind of thing yep. it's like and they yep. had subtlety in messaging it wasn't you are bad but i'm gonna point my finger at you and do that it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't the finger wagging kind of thing you yeah. know it was, there was subtlety and artistry with it but yeah i got you, you. Know, yeah nate is empty inside that's why he has whiskey good man my second bad yep. choice he, just, he fills up that emptiness with whiskey there we go. do you have an all-time favorite nate that's what i'm curious about or do you have what which what's like your once a week like special occasion bourbon and then what's your daily sipper? So I'm curious about it. If you say Weller Antique, I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> it's gonna be Weller Antique and Blanton's or Stag Junior or something like that. I think Blanton's. He had trouble getting Blanton's. Second book. For some the, reason, uh, series is incredible. For some reason, uh, Columbus is a uh, like a haven for Weller. Hmm. Keep that in mind. I'm curious to see what, uh, so when we go up to the Apollo seminar in October, I'm curious to check out some of the local. Uh, yeah, shit in Jersey. There's is it? Nothing. No. Nothing. Not a fucking thing in Jersey. Okay. So we're going to have to find out, see if there's any kind of good uh, liquor stores there, if we can find some hole in the wall finds, maybe in like a mom and pop liquor store or something. Yeah. Are you still going to drive? Mm hmm. 
I'm fine with it, dude. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I was yeah, telling well, Kristen about that. I was like, Jesus, that is. Yeah. Oh, hey, unless unless Uncle Joe one, one that wants to change some things around with the airline policies, then uh, yeah, I'm driving. Uh, Uncle Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uncle Joe and Aunt K, if they want to make some switches and some tweaks. There was a. I posted. I think a picture of him. So the other day he was, uh, it was like a picture of him like in sunglasses and he was like standing there looking lost as he always does. And I was like, I was like, does anybody else get like weekend at Bernie vibes? Yeah. He's actually dead and they just carry him around and they like pull a string for him to wave. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly it. Creamy, I'm slacking. I never really ventured into whiskey. I definitely need to. There's a I lot of it. options out there. Even if you're not mm-hmm. bourbon guy, I mean, there's American whiskey, there's rye, there's you know, Irish whiskey, there's scotch. Although I feel like if you have to appreciate scotch, you have to kind of be like north of 60 and like cigars too. You have to like the, the peaty nature of scotch, which I've never developed an affinity for. Mm-hmm. I have special edition John Glue. Of course, of course you would. It was, it was of very you would. good. Yeah, it was very good. That was actually at Costco for $221 yesterday. I mean, that's, that's not bad compared yeah. to what you would see at, at some places. Yeah, no, I was pretty. Um, I, I was. I considered it. What's the age on that? Oh, Walker Blue. There's a non-age dated. That's good stuff, though. Only one in every ten thousand casks has the elusive quality, character, and flavor to deliver the remarkable signature taste. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Age on this. Uh, yeah, how far is that drive for you, Rob? Twenty-two hours. Dude, fuck that. I'll break <laughs> it up into two days. Uh, that's horrible. Twenty-eight-year-old scotch. We have a seven and a half hour, seven-hour drive tomorrow that I made like a hundred times, and uh, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that. Okay. Okay, yeah. you can't like that. So <laughs> I was listening to a uh, bourbon podcast this morning. I was going on a walk, and the guy said, "Yeah, it's th- there used to be a thing like five or ten years ago. Eagle Rare was on the shelf for twenty-two bucks. That was considered like a daily sipper. It was nothing special. It was just everybody. It was, it was what like we consider like Evan Williams White Label right now. It's just mm-hmm. it's there. You can have it. It's cheap. Yeah, that's definitely not a daily for me." Well, this will be my daily for like, you know. Yeah. How many how many two ounce pours are in a seven fifty milliliter thing? Thirteen. Well, you just and you just got your first bottle of it, right? Yeah. So in two weeks, I'll hit Jojo up again. And say, dude, hook me up. <laughs> All right. Each Taylor small batch too. I haven't tried that one yet. Hmm. That's good. Cool. All right, yeah. man. Yeah. All right, brother. I will uh, keep you. Yeah, I'll keep you posted on uh, the weekend and everything we got going on, and uh, watch some. Hopefully, a, a decent ball game tomorrow night. Yeah. Good luck with everything, and for the uh, listeners tuning in, thank you for uh, joining in. As always, if you're catching this on the replay, you got any issues for uh, a future topic of conversation for me and uh, my bourbon brother in arms, Justin? Uh, send an email to supplementengineer@gmail.com or hit up Justin on IG at Supplement Snoop. Uh, Leave a comment, like, share, subscribe if you found the video helpful, and uh, we'll catch you next time on Bourbon Brothers. All right, my man.